For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are debunking the myth that when things are right, they are easy. But before we get into today's episode, this is my last chance to invite you to join me for a one-on-one Enneagram coaching experience. I am launching a coaching program that begins the first week of April. We're going to meet twice weekly for 45 minutes, just you and I, to talk through your goals, your objectives, your growth journey. You'll have access to me via Slack between sessions and access to my entire workshop library, which was worth over $2,500 itself. The entire container just for the three months is $2,200, but there are payment plans for three months and payment plans for six months if that is a better supportive option for you. That being said, I would love to have you join me. If you have questions, which I'm sure you do, we can set up a call to talk through if this is the right fit for you. You can just email me at contact at enneagramandcoffee.com. If you already know this is something that you'd like to try out or you'd like to join in for, you can apply through the link in the show notes. That being said, applying isn't committing. We will still talk through whether or not this is the right fit before we put anything set in stone, but the application is linked below and everyone who enters will fill out the application. (sighs) So excited. Also, just so you know, my Instagram DMs are also open for any questions that you might have about the program. I am so excited to get to meet so many of you. I was going through and pulling reviews from some past clients, and I was thinking about how many of my past coaching clients have become my friends now and how cool that is. Um, And I thought that I would send you, I would go ahead and read a review for you from one of the people I reached out to. They said, Sarah Jane always knows the right questions to ask. Over the years, she's helped me dig deep into my goals, fears, and priorities while being supportive, kind, and judgment-free. Her support has helped me make big moves in my life, both professionally and personally, and feel safe and confident while doing so. She is trustworthy and caring, but not afraid to ask hard questions and be direct when it's required. She's been a vital sounding board for me over the years, and you can trust her to be in your corner, rooting for you as you work toward your goals. Ugh. Thank you so much for sending that in to me. And friends, if this is something you're interested in, please don't hesitate. Email me. Let's get on a call. Talk it out. I'm not going to try and sell you on the program. I'm going to try and make sure that it's the right thing for you because that's better for both of us. And if you think I really want to apply, but I'm not sure, I'm having doubts about whether or not I can handle this. Let's talk it out. Let's really like see if it's a good fit for you. I want it to be supportive. So definitely reach out and hit the uh, hit the so I'm say hit the subscribe button. The link to apply is in the show notes. And again, my email and my Instagram DMs are open for any questions you may have as well. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Like I said, we are debunking the myth that when things are right, they are easy. 
We hear this mostly in regard to relationships, right? But also we talk about alignment and goals that the path unfolds for us as we take one more step in the direction of our dreams. Just look, you know, don't look, leap and the net will will appear. And for, I'm going to be honest, as an idealist type, which are Enneagrams type 4, 1, and 7, we all fall into this category. I find this notion particularly alluring. If it's hard, well, it must not be right. There is some ideal that I can find out there, and this must not be it because there is so much here that is causing me frustration. If you don't know the idealist types, we tend to have this ideal sense of people in the world in our circumstances, and real life tends to frustrate us because it can't live up to that ideal. So it's very tempting to see it as the problem of the other person or the situation instead of an idealization that I'm holding on to within myself. So where does this concept come from? You know, I think it starts with the formatting of our love stories in childhood, right? We follow the journey from being alone to meeting to falling in love, and maybe we make it to the wedding day, but that's typically where the story ends. We don't see their first fight or how they learn to live together. We don't see Cinderella get mad at the prince for not doing his dishes. And we know Cinderella had to go into that marriage with some trauma around serving others and not being appreciated, okay? That's the fairy tale I want to read. Unpack your trauma and live happily ever after together. We read articles like the one I found on herway.net with quotes like, we expect our relationship to have many twists and turns. We are used to things being difficult. Well, let me tell you something you should remember each time you meet someone new. Fall in love with someone who doesn't make you think love is difficult. For people who are right for one another, finding a balance shouldn't be so hard to achieve. I mean, geez. There's so many articles out there saying like, if it's right, it's easy, friends. Like it's it's your real happy relationships. They don't fight. And anyone else like with anxiety go into like a full mental spiral when they hear things like this? Because like disregarding the fact that like I'm pretty sure this was written by a robot like AI, it's something I see self-help gurus online share all the time. Like when it's right, you know, when it's right, it's easy. Fall into alignment and everything will fall into place for you. Right, We hear it for our careers as well. If you're aligned with your purpose, then money will flow into your life without you even trying. If you're on the right path, then things will fall into your lap. You will attract what you put out. There is a literal quote from Joseph Campbell that says, follow your bliss and the universe will open doors for you where they were only walls. And the thing for me is just like, you're telling me the oppressed people in other countries, the oppressed people in our country, the impoverished, they're not following their bliss enough. Like when my job, which I very much love, is not generating bliss for me and I can't seem to manufacture bliss for myself. Let's not even get into those dealing with mental health issues. But excuse me, like I'm building walls where there could be doors. The only reason that life is hard is because I'm not happy enough in my difficult circumstances. I just, you know, that seems off. You know, and I think there's a lot of reasons why this feels off. One, because it ignores the direct systemic oppression that occurs in our our world and our societies. It ignores the suppression that we do, the oppression that we do to other cultures as a society ourselves. And 
the pure freaking joy that so many other cultures have, even in the midst of their circumstances, even though we're actively oppressing them often, like it's not because they're just not happy enough that things aren't working out for them. Like that's ridiculous. It's such a, it's such a trap of ignoring privilege that it, it, I'm vibrating with rage. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm, I'm heated, you know? But so there's that element, right? Obviously, duh. But then there's the other element of like, literally everything sucks. So before we get further into this, I do want us to do like a little exercise together and think of the last thing that you did that produced something incredible for you. Maybe a blissful feeling, a big success, a strong sense of fulfillment. This doesn't have to be something that stayed good forever, right? Most things don't but something that for a time was really great. So once you have that in mind, think about what obstacles you had to face because of this amazing thing. So I'll share some of mine. My audience grew from 15,000 to 100,000 in three days. By all accounts, this is a, a miracle, a gift. It was all of a sudden under the critical eye of more people than I had ever been before. In fact, my response was to sit on the floor and cry because I was overwhelmed. It was scary. I didn't know how I was going to do this. It's been amazing. What a cool thing. I'm so glad that that happened. I'm so glad that you and I are here having this conversation right now. And it was terrifying. A lot of days it's really hard and I would choose it again. I went to Bali. Bali was my dream trip, like the number one place on my bucket list for my entire life. But then when I got there, I was faced with the realities of tourism. I was faced with the realities of working while traveling and not being able to do as much as I wanted to do. I was faced with the realities of having had a lung condition and not being able to or doing a lot of things I wanted to do, but it being really hard with my lungs. I was faced with the anxiety of how I'm going to get around if I only can ride on a motorbike. I was faced with thinking I'd be able to drive a motorbike, but then finding out I definitely cannot. Um, You have to really be skilled to drive a motorbike in Bali. So there's just, there were a lot of things that were amazing about going there. And then a lot of things that were really hard. I went during the rainy season and you couldn't really do a ton of stuff. It was raining almost all day, every day. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I got my dream job back in 2014, 2015. And it was a total stepping stone in my career. It meant so much to me. I loved every day of that job. But at the same time, I dealt with the bureaucracy of working for someone else and navigating their changing opinions. And is some days the, day, the job felt amazing and some days it felt really frustrating and hard. I met and married the love of my life. And I've come face to face through loving him with the hardest parts of myself to love and my childhood trauma, my triggers. It's been one of the most beautiful things I could imagine and one of the hardest things I've ever done. So when we go by this standard that when things are right, they're easy, a few things happen. First, we give up on the great out of fear that we could find perfect. 
Meaning if I went by the idea that marriage should be easy, my partner and I would have broken up a long time ago because we work really, really, really hard at our marriage. It's not hard to love each other. We are blissfully in love, but we sit and we talk and we feel and we come face to face with every possible extent of our feelings. Which brings me to number two, which is that when we believe that things that are right should be easy, we ignore the lived experience of being human. Obi today said to me that marriage makes you feel all the feelings available to you and you will feel them to the most degree, right? You'll feel more vulnerable than you've ever felt. You'll feel more love than you've ever felt. You'll feel more like bliss than you've ever felt. We uh, we have, but we'll also feel more insecure at times, more secure at times than we've ever felt. Like you will feel all feelings. And and I think that's the case in everything, right? Like, isn't that so seemingly obvious that like in every scenario, you will feel all feelings. We cannot curate a perfect scenario for ourselves that just keeps us in a state of bliss all day long, as hard as I have tried. And I can tell you, I have tried. And I have failed. It's not possible, right? We are humans. We have emotions for a reason. They are here in our bodies and in our minds. Like they're here to support us in the ways that they know how. Like we have them, whether we like them or not, they we have them. We have the whole gamut of them. We're going to experience them in every relationship and every career that we ever have. We will experience all feelings. And then the third thing that happens that we see the right thing as something to be found instead of something to be created. I think I did that for a really long time. I thought, well, if once I find the right career, once I find the right partner, then I'll feel like committing. But what's true is that you find a great partner, not the right partner, not the one. You find a great partner. You find a great partner job. And then you work on it regularly and often and you go through hard times and you figure them out. And then because of the effort that you are both putting in or the effort that you and your your career are putting in your workplace, you create the right thing because you have committed to it. Therefore, it becomes the right thing. So I want to be clear here for a second and say that what I'm not saying is to stay in a relationship or jobs that are not working for you, especially if those are abusive or harmful. What I am saying is pick a great partner, pick a great job and commit to that. Communicate if you're, and when I say great, I mean like you're both showing up. You're both willing to do the work. I'm talking both career and partners here, right? Your your career is giving back to you and you are giving back to your career. You're both showing up. Same thing for your partners. And what I'm not saying is that positive thinking and putting your intentions out there isn't helpful. I'm not even saying that it's like bad or wrong to do. I am just saying, put it in its right position, right? Positive thinking is beautiful and amazing and great. And setting intentions for the kind of partner that you want or the kind of career that you want, beautiful and amazing and great. But that doesn't mean that it will not be hard, that you will not have to work for it. That's an illusion. Maybe sometimes, right? There's luck. And then like me, right, when I started this account, my Instagram account, and I got lucky, then from there I had to figure out what to do with that luck. 
that luck could have meant very little to me in the grand scheme of things. It could have impacted my life in very little ways. Or, you know, I could have taken, I could take that moment and really run with it and turn it into something I'm proud of. So yes, positive thinking is wonderful. It's great. It sets intentions. It puts us on the right path. It reminds us of what we want and where we'd like to go so that we make more aligned decisions. But, and sometimes positive thinking is the way that we're able to do the hard things, right? Holding onto that hope, holding onto that positivity can get us through those hard times. But it's not like I just believe and everything will fall into my lap. So what I am saying though, is choose a person and a career that is safe, that is committed to growing with you and working on it. Because being mirrored by someone and dedicating your life to a career, like these things are hard. They just are. It's hard. And it's so freaking worth it. It's so beautiful. It's amazing. And it's it's more worth it when you have a person who is on your team going through it with you. What I am also saying is that everything is hard, right? Nothing is easy. Every job sucks in some way. It just does. And every partnership sucks in some way. That's just how it goes. So we have to choose the difficult that we are willing to live with. Which which thing that's hard are you willing to stick through? Because it's like, okay, it's worth it. Like for me, being in the public eye is hard. Having a lot of opinions, having a lot of comments, a lot of people giving you feedback, that's very hard. That's a hard I can live with because I love to share my life. I love to connect with people. I love to teach. I love to talk about things that I'm passionate about. I love to make other people's lives easier or do my little bitty part to make their lives better. That's worth it for me. But what might not be worth it for me is going to the same place, doing the same thing every single day, right? That's a perfectly adequate hard for someone else to pick. I think a lot of people pick that because it's reliable, it's stable, it makes sense, right? And I get that. And that just may not be the hard that I could choose. I'm also saying that a life never having to deal with the difficulties of people or circumstances is one that limits you to shallow relationships and limited accomplishments. When we think everything should be easy, when things are hard, then we move on from them. We label them as bad, toxic, wrong, evil. And maybe they're just different than us. Maybe we just avoided that situation. We avoided the conversation. And so instead of going in, dealing with it, having the hard talk, we dismiss them and then we try to move on. But the trouble with that is that a lot of the richness in relationship comes through the conversations, through the hard talks, through the sticking it out, even when they're making you mad. And a lot of times with success in a career, We can really limit our accomplishments because we give up when things start to stress us out, right? We don't set boundaries. We burn ourselves out. We don't listen to ourselves in the moment. We try to push ourselves through and then we we kill the joy. Or we go, whoa, I'm supposed to like every moment of this and I'm not liking this right now. So I'm going to bounce, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to step out. And Through that, right, we limit our ability to see the fruit of our labor, quite literally. Well, literally is, maybe not accurate. I guess if you buy some fruit at the store from the money you make from your labor. (laughs) But you you know what I mean. You don't get to see the fruits of your labor if you give up before the fruit is made. That was a really weird analogy. All in all to say, to round it all out, 
life is hard, no matter how great your circumstances, pick a really good partner, pick a really good job, and then work through the difficult times. Don't keep looking for some magical, perfect scenario where everything just feels good all the time. Because if we can remember over the course of our lives, a lot of the things that have been great have also been hard. But through those difficulties, we learn more of who we are. We see our level of bravery. We grow as people. We get refined and challenged and developed. And that when we keep this kind of surface level connection or this kind of bouncing around from things that feel good to things that feel good, we end up in the shallow pool with relationships that don't really see us, feeling like no one really knows us, or feeling like we keep getting hitting a plateau about what we can achieve because every time we get to a certain level, it gets too stressful and we back out. Things are vulnerable. Putting yourself out there, chasing your dreams, it's scary. It's vulnerable and it's hard. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort. That doesn't mean that you need to be in constant work mode for the rest of your life. You can have seasons. There's seasons where you're sprinting and you're working really hard and then seasons where you're allowing yourself to experience the rewards of that labor. And it's the same with relationships in my opinion, right? There's seasons where you're dedicated and you're working and you're talking and you're working it all out. And then days and sometimes weeks where you just get to have this person who sees you every single day. But that level of depth and that level of connection didn't come out of infatuation. It came out of commitment and the willingness to turn something really good into something great through effort. So I'm going to read us a quote from Berna Joy Va. A relationship is like a house. When a light bulb burns out, you do not go and buy a new house. You fix the light bulb. I hope this episode helps you to see that relationships, careers, creative endeavors, they are never easy, but they are sometimes worth it. And as a reminder, if you or someone you know is in an unsafe relationship where harm is being done physically or emotionally, I will link a number for you to call in the show notes. That is not the kind of difficult we are talking about. And let me know if there's a self-help myth that you would like debunked, call or text it in to 828 3389127. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you Friday for the next one. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.